1: make a statement, or create a family legacy with one of our top-of-the-line hunting knives. We've got a great selection of manual and electric sharpeners, too. For just about everything for the outdoors, check out MidwayUSA.com.
2: Yeah Gadget, made in America, based
0: Based in Santa
3: Ana, California, BioAnno Power provides the highest performance lithium-ion phosphate batteries for the marine market. These batteries are one-quarter the weight of sealed lead acid batteries, provide over 2,000 to 3,000 charge cycles, and a 10-plus year service life. These batteries can be used for any deep cycle application, including running fish finders, trolling motors, live wells, and LED lights. For more information, visit BioAnnoPower.com. That's B-I-O-E-N-N-O-P-O-W or contact dealers nationwide. Welcome to the Paddle and Fin Podcast Network. This is the Final Cast segment with your hosts Brad Hicks and Josh Eldridge, where
1: we cast our final opinions on all products and bad. Welcome to the Final Cast. You're listening to the final cast on the Pell and Finn Podcast Network. I'm your host Brad. What's up, Brad? I'm Josh. Nice to Hi. meet you. Hi, Josh. I'm Brad. <laughs> What's going on, man? Not much. How are you? Pretty good. Uh, pumped, man. We got a cool episode. Uh, we got Trey Leach from Innovative Sportsman. Welcome to the show, man. Thanks for having me. Let's get into it. Um, first off uh let's go into how you got into kayak fishing and how you got into this crazy thing with innovative sportsmen
4: so it was actually a pretty crazy time for us we were in the process of uh building and moving into a new house and and jeff little everybody knows jeff little he called me up um he needed a a actually was just a grass blaster for a torpedo cruise motor um he said hey is this something that you you could look into and at this time i had no idea what a torpedo motor was um, I wasn't into kayak fishing. I had a jet boat. We fished, uh, shallow rivers up here where I live at. So, um, he, I said, yeah, we're, we're willing to try and make anything. So he brought a motor out, uh, showed me what he needed done, left the motor. So we made the first grass blaster on a cruise motor. I think it was a cruise 2.0. Um, and he looked at it and he's like, this thing looks great. He said, you know, is this something you'd want to manufacture? And I honestly told him, I said, manufacturing is not really my thing, but, you know if it if it pays the bills i'll do it just manufacturing it can be kind of boring i like doing a lot of i, I like custom fabrication and building custom things um and then it just snowballed from there so after that it was uh hey I, i've got this rock guard for my Torquedo 403 that i had another gentleman build but he doesn't want to do it anymore he doesn't have the time and would you be willing to look at it i said yeah absolutely so we looked at it um we, we made our own. We put our own spin on it. Uh, the original rock guard didn't have the grass blaster on it. And then uh, so we we advanced the first rock guard. And that was really our first big production item that we started doing. Uh, my, my welding business is called SDL Services. So it's kind of the mother, mother company to Innovative Sportsman. Um, so we started the manufacturing line. And everything that we manufacture runs through Innovative Sportsman i've been welding since i was eight my dad was a welder so i started really young um and i've been doing it ever since you know kind of about i'd say i think it was 2016 i, I told myself i got to go back to my roots and do what i what i know how to do and um you know let start my own business so we we went from there and started out slow and then um the torpedo thing and uh, making the kayak parts and stuff really you know accelerated the business and now you know, we, we've got to hand in a little bit of everything, but uh, we stay busy. It's been a grind for sure. We started making kayak parts in 2018, uh, yeah. early 2018. So uh, we're, we're always trying to come up with something new. And, uh, you know, our, our slogan is we innovate so you can adapt because we just want everybody to be able to go out and enjoy kayak fishing. And uh, mm-hmm. since I started making parts, I sold my boat. I'm all kayak fishing now. We do some local tournaments with MAKBF. Um, we do a couple of the Hobie events and stuff too. We, this year we really tried to branch out and help with the local tournaments and stuff. We, we sponsor some and, you know, it's been great. The kayak community is awesome. We couldn't ask for any better. And I, for years I always wanted to do something in the outdoor industry with my, with my trade, which is uh fabrication, but I just didn't think it was ever possible. How to, how do you, I don't I didn't know what I could do to become a welder in the outdoor industry, but it found me and, and, it's been it's been a blast. That's a cool story, man. I like <laughs> it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. The more it's it's neat to hear because with kayak fishing, you hear more and more companies being started out like this in a sense. Mm-hmm. It's um a very DIY, you know, like side to fishing that you see. And so it's cool because it breathes life breathes life into a lot of, you know companies and people come up with ideas and like yeah yeah you know like you said you started out like doing custom stuff you're like yeah i'll, I'll build you one of those and then the did the beauty of the kayak fishing industry is like once one dude has it like everybody wants one too yeah and you know and when you have a good you know skilled trade like you do it's it's really cool to see i have i have a buddy who um he does like home audio visual stuff. His name's Mike and he's real handy like that. He can weld, he can, you know, do, a, he's 3D printed stuff and he's built like Torquedo mounts too, man. And like one person sees a tournament and then 10, 10 people are asking right then and there, like, Hey, can you build me one of these? You know, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, it's, it's really neat to see, you know, people grow their, you know, grow a business out of, out of something that's, I don't mean to say it's niche, but in the fit, overall fishing thing it it was it's i, I think it's kind of gotten above that status but it's it's really cool to see people have success with it man and congratulations
4: thank you yeah it's been uh it's been non-stop learning since we started like i said i'd never been in the manufacturing field before so i'm 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 very particular about what i do and what i build it has to be a certain way but i had to learn how to outsource I had to learn how to depend on other people because there's no way I could keep up by myself. Um, yeah. Hired my first employee last fall. Um, I got a young guy out of high school. You know, he's 16 years old. He's on the fishing team. So he was just a good fit. Um, and, and it's been great. We've, we've learned how to do CAD drawing. Um, we do. Um, actually, I wanted to take a community college course on how to do CAD drawing, but it didn't work out. Uh, it just didn't have the time. So I went to the good old YouTube University and taught myself how to do CAD drawings and And yeah, uh, so it just it cut a lot of time out between me giving a, a part that I had built to someone and saying Hey, can you draw this for me so I can send it to this guy so he can cut it out with his With his cnc laser and mm-hmm. um, it just really cut a lot of time out and I design all the parts myself now And then i'll send him the files and you know, he cuts out certain parts for me and you know learning to, to do different coatings like powder coating and anodizing and all that stuff mm-hmm. it's you know it i enjoy it because i'm a i'm i'm really big into tech stuff and and learning how to do like the cad work and and different stuff like that and and the things that you can do with with the cad system is it's amazing oh, yeah. and, and it, it's just like it it just lo- allows my imagination to go wild and that's what i really like about fabrication and stuff like that i like using my imagination to come up with you know, solutions for people.
1: Yeah. I can attest to that, man. I I went to college for civil engineering and uh, construction management. We use CAD and stuff like that. That is a cool program. Yeah. Yeah. You, you, a crazy amount of possibilities you can design stuff with that. It's, it's crazy. That's just a different subject though. But, uh, so if somebody comes to you with, with an idea, do you work with the customer in creating that or?
4: It, it all depends. Uh, we've been real busy trying to keep up with the demand of the parts that we already have uh, mm-hmm. on the, the manufacturer's end of it. We have to look at, okay, well, how much of a market is there going to be? Is this a one-time thing? You know, we don't want to go and design a part for someone that's going to cost them $500 because yeah. it's only a one-time thing. And we, we try to explain that to our customers. And that's the biggest thing is customer service. You know, we try to be upfront and honest with everybody that way they know what they're getting into. Hey, you have a a kayak that's not real common and we probably won't ever make another one. It's going to be quite expensive. You know, is this something that you're really interested in or not? And, you know, it tends to take a little time to do that too. Um, Just like I said, trying to keep up with everything else. But uh, you know, we, we definitely look into anything that anybody wants built. You know, I'm always, if somebody calls me up and say, Hey, I have this kayak, you know, is there something that, you know, can you build me an adapter plate for the back of it? And a new one now is, is uh, bow mounts for the bow mounted trolling motors. They mm-hmm. want adapter plates for those. And we haven't really got into those yet because it's just, like you said, trying to keep up and it, there's a, there's a demand for it, but like one objective they've, they've gotten into that and they've been doing really well, making those mounts and stuff. So, we kind of usually send people their way or something, you know, we, we try to work together in the kayak industry and not say, Oh yeah, we can do that because we don't want him selling it. We don't want to be like that. Everybody works together. There's business for everybody. So. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. That's, that's cool, man. That's another reason I like the kayak industry, man. It seems like all these companies, (laughs) all these companies are just like a big group of friends and it's like, uh, there's really no drama in between them all. That's what I like about it yeah so let's get into this uh torquedo stuff. I'm gonna pull up the uh, rock guard here because this is one of the first products I've ever seen by you guys yep. um you want you want to go into this uh, r- uh, rock guard for the torquedo?
4: Yeah sure. So we make two of them um, That one there is for the the ultralight 403 motor um, we the original one didn't have that profile that you see in the middle. Um, mm-hmm. That large teardrop shape profile uh, it had just a simple triangular shape that it, it was Hydrodynamic, but it wasn't as hydrodynamic as that new profile and then Jeff's like hey, you know you think we can improve that and put some type of a graph cutter or something on the back of it and then you know we'll figure out what we're gonna call it once you get it made and it works and so uh, I a lot of times when someone comes to me with a, a complex idea or something that's a little bit more difficult to make, I'll, I'll look at it and I can't, if I don't get it within the first couple of minutes and it's something that will sit there in the back of my mind until, uh, you know, it, a lot of times it comes to me in the middle of the night and, and it'll be yeah. like, that's it, that's how I'm going to make it. So um, th- the biggest thing was trying to make it simple to manufacture because the more difficult it is to manufacture, the harder it is to keep up with demand. It's expensive. We try to keep costs down as much as possible. Mm-hmm. Um, so we designed it. Um, we took it out. We tested it out like we do with, with every, all the rest of our products. Um, we beat the crap out of everything that we make just to make sure that we're <laughs> not going to have customers come out and say, Hey, you know, this broke because that's another thing people don't understand. It's more frustrating for me when they have problems with something that I make. Than it is for them Um, You know I I get more frustrated than they do And I do the best I can to get them new parts Out as soon as possible Um, So we made this thing And I'm like I don't know what we're going to call this thing Jeff and Jeff's like I'm going to Throw something out there he's like why don't we just call it A grass blaster I'm like cool so Jeff came Out with the idea of a grass blaster Um, So now our rock cards are made Um, It's the You know the ultralight rock card with a grass Blaster on it
2: that's cool uh
1: what what so gra- the grass blaster I, i've heard the thing before but what what
4: exactly is it so actually the picture you have there um i don't think i have a picture on our website of the okay. 1103 rock guard. that's the 1103 rock guard that you have a picture of but it doesn't have a grass blaster on it it's a stainless steel blade that comes off of the back of the rock guard and hooks up and it hooks up um uh, the same like along with the propeller that way, if grass starts wrapping around, it actually shears it off. Okay. Um, and if a lot of times, if you get in a hydrilla or something, it really wraps around it, you, you're not going to stop that. But you can actually raise that motor up. Yeah, that right there. You can raise that motor up and throw it in reverse, and it'll sling that grass right off of there in pieces. Um, huh. It won't just wrap around and clog it up. Uh, we've had guys saying, well, is there a way that you can make it so it doesn't clog up at all? Well, that's virtually impossible, but we put yeah. them through some pretty stu- tough stuff. Um, uh, Jeff, he went down to the lower Potomac one day and, uh, he started going through the pads down there and grinding them up. And, you know, it, it, they just go. And it's, like I said, it's a stainless steel blade and, uh, we've never had an issue with them.
3: That's a good idea. I never really thought about doing that. How'd you come up with the idea in the location and stuff like what brought about that? Like, this is where it needs to be. This is what it's gonna do. It it was
4: trial and error. Um, The first ones that we made for that cruise motor, it it was nowhere near the same thing as that. So it was, um, it was a double-sided blade that was pointing outwards. Just, it was a vertical blade and it would still get hung up on the bottom. So we were trying to figure out how to simplify it. So it was just trial and error. We'd make something and try it out. And then it just came to the point to where that, well, that's a really simple design. And and we tried it out and it works. And and we were surprised that it worked as well as it did. But I mean, we put these things through everything. And uh, actually it was was pretty rewarding. We went to um, Louisiana for the national championship in 2019. And when we were down there, I was down there with a booth. We were right beside the Torquedo booth and we were talking with a bunch of customers and stuff. And it was nice to meet people face to face finally. And then, you know, they were coming up and everybody was saying, you know, the only thing that grass blaster will not cut is that whatever the moss is that grows in the trees down there, it's, they said, it's like braided fishing line. They said, that's the (laughs) only thing that falls in the water that will not cut off of that,
3: the prop. when you're like well then stay out of it dude <laughs> yeah
4: i mean it's, it's a safety thing too so you're not having to crawl back there and trying to clean your motor off and clean your prop yeah. off and you know if you're fishing it saves you time because every second counts when you're fishing a tournament you know mm-hmm. um so that's the big thing we designed one also for the um for the pdl drive for the old town kayaks um mm-hmm. you know we designed a grass blaster for that i actually have uh, that kayak here and i use it now but it was one of those things where it wasn't real cost effective i think the it was a little profile and a stainless steel blade and for we had to sell it to make a profit for like 99 dollars, and it just wasn't cost effective and we're actually we just sold out of those um because we we put them on sale at cost and you know just try to get them out of our inventory because they're not doing any good sitting around collecting dust so we got rid of those but Mm -hmm. You know, it's that's where you go into you know weighing the cost and if it's worthwhile to make and uh, mm-hmm. we do we do a lot of that for sure and I I hate telling people no hey we can't do that but sometimes you just have to.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm sure they understand too. Well, they I'm um, maybe a few people <laughs> don't, but <laughs> they,
4: for the most part, the kayak industry the the customers are great. You know, everybody yeah. understands and. And like I said, customer service, trying to keep people informed, you know, a lot of times our rock guards are on the website on sale for a pre-order because we just can't keep up with demand. And, and, you know, we just keep people informed, Hey, you know, they're going to powder coat or, you know, we just got them back or, you know, so they know what's going on and, and very few people to date have ever canceled an order due to not having it within a couple of days.
1: Wow. That's awesome. So
4: how, how uh, sharp is that uh, grass blade? So what we do is we, we hand sharpen every one of them and we hand sharpen it to a razor sharp blade. But then we take a palm sander because when we sharpen them, they're actually still flat. We, we sharpen them before we bend them. But um, so we sharpen them and then we take a palm sander and we go over the edges just to knock the burrs off of it so it can't cut you that's the biggest thing. It's it's very similar to a lawnmower blade, you know, a lawnmower blade, you don't sharpen to a sharp point. It just has that beveled edge and that's what chops the grass. So that's the same thing with this thing. Um, the first one we did that, that Jeff went to try out, we made an aluminum blade and we sharpened it because we wanted it to cut everything, everything it came in contact with. Well, it, it cut Jeff's finger. Like it, it, I'm like, yeah, we can't have that. And you knew it was sharp and, and you got cut. I don't want customers getting cut. And so, uh, we, we take the edge off of it so you can brush your hand on it. It's not going to cut you. Um, And then we throw that little pinch point sticker on the back of the profile. So, you know, people know, Hey, don't get your finger in there. It's going to pinch your finger. So.
1: It's crazy how something that little makes such a big impact when you're fishing with the motor. It just blows my mind.
4: Yeah. Especially in (laughs) the fall when all the grass is dying or the leaves are coming down on the water. And, you know, it's, I used to dread fishing in the fall because of, you know, when I ran my jet boat, yeah. the jet would always suck up all the leaves and stuff like that and the grass is floating. But um, you know, you don't have to worry about that with with the kayaks and the and the torpedo motors because it just it just grinds it up and pushes it off.
1: Yep. Another another reason why kayaks are better than boats. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's cool. Oh, uh, let's see here. I'm going to go to your page here. Because you got more torquedo accessories. So let's talk
3: about those. The thing that you're calling a profile is that like shroud looking thing, correct?
4: Yeah, the part that fits over the shaft of the motor.
3: The shaft, yeah. So is that steel or it's metal it's aluminum. Or aluminum? aluminum? Yep, yeah, it's is the, the same. is the rock guard aluminum or is that steel tubing?
4: The whole thing is aluminum except aluminum. for the blade. Yep. The the whole the rock guard weighs less than two pounds.
1: Cool. okay wow yeah
4: yeah so when, when we ship it out it, it gets shipped down in like a 14 inch by 14 inch square box and when you pick it up and you hand it to someone they're like is there any been anything in here because it just feels yeah. so light there's nothing in there but that was the idea and i think with the rock guard on you may lose two tenths of a mile an hour with the with the torpedo motor that's not yeah. much at all yeah, yeah i so mean that was the, the amount biggest of money thing. <laughs> that was the Go biggest ahead. thing with the profile was you know we didn't want to have something that was going to drag the motor down and make it slower right
3: <clears throat> and i also see that you guys sell uh the mounts all kinds of different mounts for the torpedo uh, you sell torpedoes um yeah. and uh one of the things we were talking about for the show started brad wanted me to ask about it was the you also sell a foot control steering kit as well. Mm-hmm. And uh, I have a buddy who just put um, put a control a foot control in his PA-14 with his 1103. And um, he's been trying to tweak it to get it going. Uh, and um, how how's the success been with that so far?
4: The foot control steering kits, they are... They sell uh, about as fast as the rock guards do they've been really popular and it was one of those things where um, That steering kit is something that completely comes from other companies. So we've got Select designs for the, the slide foot eggs uh, Yak attack for the throttle mount um, And of course the stainless steel screws the tubing comes from another company and then the spectra cord comes from another company so um, you know that's something that we can order, and it's not real time-consuming for us to actually put it all together. Um, the biggest thing is we got to remember to order the stuff in time so we don't run out of stock, which happens more than we'd like to uh, to mention. But you know, with everything going on, it's been hard to keep up. But um, you know, with COVID and everything, it kind of slowed down a lot of shipping and a lot of production. On everybody has been you know just backed up, so um, it's been really well. So we we give. 25 feet of spectra cord, 25 feet of tubing, which is enough for more than any kayak should ever need. And, and a lot of times it gives you extra. So if you if you mess up and you cut your tubing too short, a lot of times you still have enough tubing left over to replace like one side or something. Um, nice. The the throttle mount, it's, uh, uh, you know, it's tried and true. It's proven it's, it's a Yak Attack product. They make awesome products. Um, it's really universal. It's adjustable. It works on just about any. Any any kayak. Um, We also make a what we call a flush mounted throttle mount for the Torquedo throttle. Uh, It's just a flat plate, so you can mount on a kayak. So the uh, the Yak Attack one kind of puts it up a little bit. This is a flush mount. If you got like a lower profile setup, or if it gets in the way of your paddle stroke or something like that, it it keeps it Mm -hmm. a lot lower. But um, no, the we we've been really happy with the sales on the. The uh, foot control steering kits and to be able to put that together, it makes it easier for the customers to say, hey, you know, there's everything I need rather than having to say, you know, do their own research and say, oh, I need this much spectra. I need this much tubing. It just puts it all in one spot for them. And uh, a lot of times we get customers that'll call us if they're wanting to rig their kayak and they'll say, hey, I had this kayak. I don't, I, I don't know what I need. What do I need? So we'll kind of send them a grocery list of what they need. And then, and then they usually order it, but this kind of simplifies that process a little bit and having it already together.
1: I wish I would have known that last week because I had a buddy that was just setting up his kayak with a, a motor on the back is, and uh, he was asking me all he, all the stuff he needed. I was like, honestly, I've never done it, dude. So I don't know Yeah. if he hasn't done any of this yet. I'm going to send him the link to this because that's pretty sure. cool.
4: And that's the other thing, too. We have it broken down so you can buy the spectra cord separate or you can buy the cord and tubing kit, which gives you the spectra cord and the, the nylon tubing you need. You can buy the throttle mount separate. You can buy the foot control separate, whatever you need. Oh, very cool.
1: Yeah, I see that right here.
4: So That's another thing that we had to learn to do when we got into this, not only manufacturing parts, how to outsource stuff. I build mm-hmm. my own website. I do all my own website work. We do all the modifications, all the new products. Take all of our own pictures. You know, um, it, it's just it's a it's definitely a full time job. A lot of times, I'm working late nights after my wife and kids go to bed to to do the computer work because during the day mm-hmm. I'm in the shop doing the fabrication work.
1: That's cool. So, you not only are you doing fabrication, you're a retail store
4: as well. Yes. So we do. Cool. It's all, uh, it, it's, internet retail. Um, mm-hmm. we, we do have a few customers that are local that'll come up when they need something. Um, we keep that to a minimum, the, the dream, the goal, uh, in the end, in a couple years, we would like to have our own retail store. Uh, the area that we're in, uh, you have Dicks um, locally, and then you got Bass Pro, you know, forty five minutes away, but the, the area we're in, there is no company that sells quality kayaks. You know, we've really? got, yeah, there, there's and but we've got lakes. Uh, we've got a lot of electric only lakes within thirty minutes of us. Um, the The lower Potomac River is uh, an hour and twenty minutes. The Susquehanna River is an hour and a half. We've got the Bay. The Upper Bay is about an hour and a half from us. So we've got a lot of good fisheries, but there's In our little general area, we're, we're really rural out here and there's not a a good kayak dealer. So that's the, that's the goal in the, in the next few years is to possibly open up a retail establishment, sell kayaks, sell gear, and still do the custom work. I really, like I said, I I enjoy the custom stuff and I've done a few custom installs in the past week. We fit them in when we can. Um. Mm but that's the stuff I really enjoy. Cause I like the, the one-on-one with the customer and seeing their faces at when they see their kayak after we're done with it. And you know, that's, that's what makes me happy is seeing someone else happy.
1: Yeah. That sense of pride when something finally comes to life and you guys get to yep. see it. That's cool. Uh, you might've
4: said this, but wait, where were you located? Uh, we're in Mount Airy, Maryland. Okay. So we're in between Baltimore and Frederick.
1: Okay. Uh, delaware paddle sports is that out that way
4: delaware paddle sports is about two and a half or three hours from us they're one of our dealers close so okay so we have a dealer network too and um our two biggest dealers are delaware paddle sports and the dugout bait and tackle Mm -hmm. um but you know we we have there are many other dealers uh strictly sale is one of them but you know we have a dealer program, so we we give dealer pricing. they can put it on their shelves. Um, we try to keep them stocked up as much as we can. Uh, like I said, it's been a grind. so they they' they've been real good with us and patient, you know we, we try to be upfront. hey, when they when they put it in order, hey, it might be 30 days before you get it. you know we'll yeah. do the best we can to get it out sooner. but those those are all great companies that we work with and really understanding.
1: And that's like out with any company right now. It seems, man. It's it's hard to get your hands on any product yeah. right now.
4: It's yeah, crazy and, times. Uh, actually, it. So like we we are a yak yak power dealer. Select um, mm-hmm. designs, uh, yak uh, yak attack, um, night eyes. You know, so we we're a dealer of of products for for all these companies. We try to keep in stock the majority of what we sell. Um, and, and every once in a while, like we'll be, okay, well, we're going to try and add this new product from this company. So we always try to add something new um, and get it on the website just so we can offer more to our customers. But um, you know, it, it's enjoyable to be in contact with all these companies and, and to partner up with them and to sell their products. And it, it's just, it's rewarding in the end.
1: Yeah, I bet. Um, so you got, Uh, a few other plates here it looks like you guys have a lot of the kayaks on the market covered you don't have all of them but you have a lot of them you got uh, a feel-free lure bonafide uh, new canoe pursuit wilderness systems uh hobie uh old town um are those all made of the same aluminum that you're
4: making the rock guard out of well Yes and no. So the rock guard, the profiles that we order, they are a uh, an extruded aluminum. So like I said, it's a teardrop shape and they fit the profile of the torpedo or the the, the shaft of the torpedo. Um, and then the rock guard itself is made of half inch, um, a half inch round rod that's aluminum and it's all custom bent and made. We actually we were building everyone in house and then we found a local guy who's a retired veteran and um, he has his own little fabrication shop. So now he fabricates all those for us. We get them from him. We clean them up. We fit them. We send them the powder coat, get them back, put the hardware in them, and then they're ready to go. Um, and he, and he does great work. He's like me. He's real particular about his, his end end job. And he wants it to be nice. He wants it to look good, functional, everything. So we were very fortunate to find him. Uh, the adapter plates, every one of our adapter plates is made of quarter inch aluminum.
2: That's and
4: cool. Yeah. So, and, and, every adapter plate that it's possible has a quarter 20 taps in it so you're not having to hold nuts on the bottom of the plate you're not having to do any of that stuff it just makes it a lot simpler a lot faster install and to date we don't have any adapter plates that we make that you have to drill into your kayak everything we do it fits some type of insert or uh, a hole that's already into your kayak we don't we don't want someone to have to buy our product and then drill a hole in their kayak. Cause we know a lot of people aren't comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. You know, Me and Jeff will put holes in kayaks all day long because we know how to do it, how to do it properly and how to, you know, if you need a, uh, a backing plate on it or something like that. But, you know, we, we try to make it as easy as possible for our customers. And instead of sending instructions along with what we build, all of our plates and stuff, we do an install video for every plate that we have or every product that we develop
3: yeah so uh i was it's funny that you mentioned that right now because i went down to where you had your install videos you guys if you have any questions in regards to any of the innovative sportsman installs he's got video after video after video on the website right here and it's pretty cool man it's it's good that you go into detail because that's something that's kind of frustrating sometimes you buy something and you're like I'm putting this on a plastic boat. You know what I mean? Like Mm -hmm. you just have this feeling that I don't want to make mess it up. I don't want to mess the kayak up. And you know, it's, it's very informative, very helpful that you guys willing to go and, you know, take the time to record these and edit and throw them up on the website to help out anglers who are putting these, you know, putting these motors on themselves.
4: Yep. Yeah. Cause I mean, not everybody has the ability or the know how to put something together. You know, mm-hmm. they, they they need some type of instruction. So we go over the tools it takes to do it. And we try to keep all the tools very general, very simple. Um, so it's something that you would have laying around in a little toolbox or in your garage or something like that.
1: Man, I'm just sitting here looking at this old town predator adapter plate. It's, uh, so I, it's cool. I, I like that it's metal and I like that you have the inserts. Really cool. Yep. I'm not going to mention any other companies' names, but a lot of other companies are using the plastic and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. You guys are using metal. That's kind of what makes you guys stand out more than others.
4: As far as I know, we are the only company that makes the metal adapter plates, aluminum adapter plates.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't weigh
4: much more than the plastic does, does it? If you go, say you take a piece of quarter-inch aluminum and a piece of quarter-inch plastic that are the same size, they're I haven't like used a scale and actually did it, but they're very comparable in weight. The difference with plastic is a lot of times you have to use a lot thicker plastic than you would aluminum because most of your right. plastic adapter plates are half inch thick mm-hmm. and then our aluminum is is a quarter inch thick.
1: Yeah, I have the uh, adapter plate for uh, the XI-3 from one objective and that thing's inch thick, something yeah. like that, somewhere around there. Yeah, it, it's nice, yep. but... Being Like I said, being yours metal, that's pretty cool. More, more durable, more rigid.
3: Pretty cool. Dude, I'm going to have to get some foot control steering from you. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking earlier because um, I asked Trey if he thought that I would be able to hook the foot control steering up um, and utilize it on a big speed motor. Um, I know you guys primarily work with you know, Torquedo. So I don't mean to step on toes here, but um, I happen to have a friend who has a Bixby for sale and I'm trying to stick it in a, um, in a Kilroy HD possibly. And I've been trying to think of ways to make it removable because this will be, The kayak that goes on the river and I don't need that stuff on it. And then also what I do with the kayak is I drop a second seat in it for my kids and put them in front. So I'm trying to see if I'm wondering whether or not it will fit with that seat in there, if it's something that I'd need to make removable even, you know what I mean? I'm So like a thousand ideas trying to go through my head because I'm trying to whittle it down to just having one kayak, not, you know, a pedal drive with a motor and then a, a riverboat as much as I would like to have that just not really possible right now. But, right. but Trey was mentioning that, you know, that he doesn't see why you wouldn't be able to rig, you know, that foot control steering up to a Bixby as well.
4: Right. Yeah. And, and that's, like I said, with our customers, we get a lot of customers and we spend a lot of time answering emails because customers will call us up with questions and, you know, if it's a kayak that we're not familiar with, I'll look up YouTube videos while I'm on the phone with them or while I'm emailing them or pictures and try and figure out what their application is and what parts they would need and how, how they could make it work. You know, that's part of, that's the whole thing is, like I said, it's gratifying to help a customer and and to know that I've helped someone who couldn't figure it out on their own or just made their life a little easier by helping them figure it out.
3: Yeah. Have you seen the video of, jeff little on the killer hd trying to get the top speed out of it and he's crammed up in the front of it and it's absolutely hilarious his yep. feet are all he's kind of crammed up in there i laugh every time yep. i watch it i think
4: i think jeff is like six foot four so that's <laughs> I a whole lot of legs to cram up in there <laughs> i didn't realize he was that tall that's funny yeah so so Jeff's the one that kind of got me started in this this part of my fabrication you know my abilities and stuff so we work a lot together he he lives 30 minutes from me he's here a lot we we work on a lot of stuff together we've always got new ideas um, actually he used to call me three or four times a week with new ideas he's kind of slacked off here in the in the past couple of months we've been swamped but uh, he's always got ideas rolling around in his head I think he stays up half the time at night thinking the different stuff or his ideas keep him up at night and and he'll come to me with him and he'll say hey this is this is what i want to do this is how i want it to work how can we make it work so um yeah we work well together because he gets a lot of ideas and then he, he's not exactly how to sh- how to put them into play how to make them work but um mm-hmm. together we normally figure it out and then we go test it we you know we film together i i go out with him on the on the water and we film a lot and testing products and uh we do a lot of filming with jake harshman you know he tests out a lot of our products because jake harshman honestly if anybody can break it he can break it so (laughs) we we like to put it in his hands so we know what the weak spots are but uh
1: why why does that not surprise me i I follow him on instagram and it just seems like
3: like i can see that yeah (laughs) that's funny didn't i see a video of him getting sick as a dog yes that's a term, yeah,
4: that, was, that was at Kaemi he he had food poisoning <laughs> and uh yeah Jake he, uh, he doesn't have much of a filter he like you know he's real funny and uh you know he just Jake is Jake and he likes to have a good time and he shares it all the good the bad and the ugly
1: yeah
4: <laughs> he's been a guest on
1: uh one of the shows on pound on finn before, so yeah. yeah he's he's definitely no stranger he can catch fish too, absolutely, yep cool man. yeah he
4: fishes we fish together in the local MAKBF tournaments that we fish uh he actually is fishing a lot of delaware paddle sports stuff this year uh their kayak series and i'm going to try and fish a couple of those events too
1: yeah that's cool i've heard good things about MAKBF.
4: yeah they're they're a good group of guys that um they're growing you know they, they have an awesome tournament trail this year we've got some so we've got some good fisheries, but we've also got them at a good part of the year where where mm-hmm. we could get some really good bags. Um, we're fishing a lake on Saturday that is known for huge fish, but it's also known to be tough. It's a deep, clear water lake. Um, they actually just started filling it this uh, on April 1st. They started filling it. So it's been eight foot low all winter long because they draw it down for the winter. Mm-hmm. Um so it'll be interesting to see how it fishes that's where i was at uh when you messaged me earlier today that's where i was at i was going out and i had my graph and i was trying to map some stuff out and find some brush piles and stuff like that i only took two rods and and i didn't take any extra baits because i know if i take all my tackle i'll do less time graphing and more time trying to catch fish so i only took a couple baits that i i figured you know if i'm going to catch one it's going to be a big one on these baits but I knew I weren't I wasn't gonna throw them the whole time I was out there and it would give me more time to actually graph and do the things I set out there to do. That's cool.
1: Yeah, I need I need to get
4: back into doing the tournaments, man.
1: I've mi- I missed the first one this year. Uh, it so is if, I
4: I, if I don't do the tournament thing, um, and if if Jeff and I weren't, you know, really good friends, I would never fish. I have to so I, I do the tournament thing because I, I like being competitive. Mm-hmm. um it also helps you know that i am a member of the community that i do a lot of work for right you know i learn i get to meet a lot of the people that i do work for but um so it, it allows me to get out of the shop because otherwise i would just spend all my time in the shop i i mean i coach my kids in sports that helps too but it sometimes i just need that break from the shop so i don't get burned out
1: yeah and i was going to mention that um i imagine you do work a lot so that that is a good balance doing those tournaments forces you get out i like it
4: yep yeah Um, i try to make myself a schedule so i you know i stick to it if if i don't have some type of a plan or schedule i'll just say oh i got work to do i don't have time for that yeah i i do the same
1: thing i need that routine
4: josh you
3: all right over there yeah yeah my kids are keep coming down talking to me (laughs) i see that i didn't know you had them tonight my bad yeah no it's okay um i've yeah i've got them for like the next four days since we have the dale hollow open so gotcha but yeah that's cool man you should come down for that that'd be awesome what's that
1: we uh paddle and finn we're doing a, a tournament trail and uh down at dale hollow is the first stop of the trail and it's a regional trail um yeah it's gonna be a blast when's that this April weekend ninth, 10th and 11th <laughs> mm-hmm. i'll i I'll be on marburg trying to catch some big ones <laughs> yeah. oh that's right yeah i forgot yeah. you got a tournament
3: well heck but yeah. if you guys are looking for you know torpedo rigging solutions you know like you said you have the foot control steering i've heard nothing but good things about that foot control steering you have the Spectre cable available that you don't have to buy the Torquedo package for that you know hit up innovative sportsman man it'll you know they break it down and you know these adapter plates they're metal like brad and then you know brad and trey had talked about man and you know that's just uh, that's one of those things i i'm a big fan of that too because i you tend to see plastic likes to flex Mm-hmm. So, you know, something durable You know, it's one of those things It's like buy it once and you'll probably be done And that's it, you know So um, you guys are putting out some amazing work, man And, you know, your name says it You guys are innovative The idea of coming up with the uh, rock guard And the um, the grass blaster <laughs> when, I, when you guys came up with that I, It took me forever to figure out what you were talking about mm-hmm. I thought you made a new prop like you know what i mean like i was like they must this thing must be some seriously sharp plastic i have no idea what they're talking about like this thing's just sawing through grass like no other but you know like after a while i kind of did a little bit more research and figured it out and that's awesome man it's a, a really good idea because right where you see that location of is right there where the prop is and you know, any kind of motor, whether it's a pedal drive or whatever, that is exactly where it gets twisted and stuck right there. And it stays there. And, um, it's a great, great idea. And I hope, you know, it's I'm excited to see what else you guys come up with. Cause it's, it's been cool to see, see these new ideas.
4: Yeah. We've got a drawing board full of stuff. So, um, you know, we're always coming up with something and there's always something new in the shop. We're, we're trying to, you know, a lot of our products are geared towards the Torquedo motor, but, you know, if anybody has any questions for sure, you know, we're, we're willing to go anywhere with it and try to make any parts. Um, but torquido, you know, we, we do a lot of stuff for their motors because they're great motors and, and they're fast. Everybody knows they're fast and they, they last, the batteries last a long time. You know, we run them. Um, I don't only sell them. I use them. So it helps me help other people with problems they may have, or if it'll work on their kayak or, you know, just it's, we just like answering questions and helping people out. So if anybody has any questions with any of our products, feel free to reach out to us. Our number's on our website. There's a, there's a, a contact form you can fill out and we try to get back to everybody as soon as we can. Sweet.
1: And as you guys can see on the ticker down here, you can find them Innovative Sportsmen on Instagram and Facebook.
4: Yep, we try to keep up with all the social media. Sometimes that's a little tough, but you know, there's so many platforms out there. Yeah, but, uh, but yeah, yeah, we it, it's it's fun to see the interaction and the customers that post stuff too. I mean, it's it's really rewarding to see them out there doing what they do and and enjoying our products on their kayaks.
3: Yeah. So. Speaking of you know the drawing board, do you have any like upcoming or just ideas you'd want to kind of share? I, I always ask this question because we always get no, but it's <laughs> hilarious because sometimes, once in a blue moon, somebody's like, Well, yeah, but you know what? I just got you know permission to talk <laughs> about this, so you guys got anything new you would you kind of want to showcase or like you know, hint on? Nothing.
4: Nothing really groundbreaking, just you know, new kayaks that that we're looking to put a different plate or something on like that. Um, you know, we've got some products coming out too for the larger Torquedo motors, the cruise motors and stuff. We actually have a rock guard with a with a grass blaster coming out for that. Um, we actually the the person testing that rock guard is Brian Stockel or Brian the Carpenter from the Ike Live show. You mm-hmm. know, he's been testing that rock guard for about a year now. Uh, we met with him and installed it and did some fishing on the upper Bay up here with him. Um, great group of guys there were, you know, we, we try to get something out there and test it for a, a good period of time to make sure it's going to hold up. So we've got that. Um, and it, there's a, a stick steering setup for the travel motor that we're coming out with. I don't know if you, ever, you guys saw the videos from, uh, Jeff, his uh, YouTube page where we did the, the John boat install with yeah. a travel motor so that we, we developed a stick steering setup for that boat so you can actually sit up front and run your torpedo with a stick steer and, and hmm. fish. And we actually went down and filmed in Delaware for that. And that was a good time. Um, that one's a very, very complex setup. It's a lot of moving parts with that one. Yeah. So that one's been taking some time, but, uh, and then we've got, uh, for the, for also for the travel motors, we're developing, so like up in the the great lakes and stuff the guys at walleye fish they have uh kicker motors that they troll with well we're developing uh an accessory for the travel motor that they can hook the travel motor to their big motor so they can actually steer from the console to their big motor and steer the travel motor also Um, actually me and my employee just went out on his boat the other day on a local electric only Lake, and we put a travel motor on the back of it and hooked that steering up. It was pretty awesome to be able to use that big boat on that Lake and Mm -hmm. use the console and not have to sit back there with a tiller steer on the transom. That is cool. So that's stuff that's been in the works for a while. Um, I mean, we got, we've got a couple of really, really big ideas that we've been working on for about, uh, six to eight months right now. I can't go into any, any details of that, but um, it's something completely different from us, and it's a uh, it's a whole different realm for innovative sportsmen. So
1: well, well, we'll we'll keep our eyes, our eyes out, out man. And yeah, we're hoping to have something
4: for this summer, summer of uh, 2021. So that's what we're hoping.
1: We're gonna have Thank to get you. you back on the show then.
4: Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> awesome. Looking forward to it. Yeah, I don't, I don't got anything else. Josh, you got anything else?
3: No, man, but I appreciate you taking the time to you know come on and talk with us, and you know it's it's um I've been following what you guys have been doing for the past few years, and it's it's been cool. Like I said before, to see what you guys come up with, it is truly innovative what you guys are doing. Um, you're making improvements on, you know, uh, the kayak angler in mind. You are taking a product that is superior when in the game when it comes to kayak motors and you're making it that much more better you know you're you're putting solid putting it on a solid mount and you know i think um i think what you, you guys are doing is really really cool and you know i wish you guys nothing but best of luck man
4: appreciate it thank you guys for having me yeah no, no problem.
1: problem with that said i guess we'll end it here man uh good episode uh guys this will air Thursday, so we might be seeing you Thursday, right, Josh? You going Thursday, Friday? What are you doing? Yep, I'm leaving Thursday morning. So there you go. If you're listening to this, you're probably only a few hours away from seeing Josh. So,
3: mm-hmm. <laughs> yay! Are you going? Yeah, I'll probably will. Yeah, I'll be there Friday, <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> There's this gray area, Trey. I've been yelling at him for like <laughs> three weeks just to say yes or no, but it's always maybe. <laughs> which means no and brad brad's language is no i'm like no all right all right we'll see you guys next week
2: have a good one Thanks for tuning in to another killer episode on Paddle and Finn. Don't forget to go check out our website at paddle, the letter n, and finn.com. Don't forget to check out the YouTube channel at paddle and finn. If you got a question, comment, want to hear from a future guest on a future episode, feel free to email us at paddle, the letter n, and finn at gmail.com. Don't forget to follow us on social media at paddle and finn on Facebook and Instagram. Shout out to our show supporters, Angler, the Angler Button, and